This is Lady Talk Radio, your space for real conversations about real life and real ways to improve yours. What's up? Welcome to Lady Talk Radio. I am your main chick, Stacey Ray, and I'm so excited to be bringing you episode number 25 with Ms. Jordan. This podcast, as always, is brought to you by WeAreLadyAlpha.com, where we start conversations that empower you and help you think, feel, and live better so you can have the fierce and fulfilling life you want. For the show notes of this episode, anytime, you can simply go to weareladyalpha.com forward slash 25. So if you aren't already kicking it on that page, get your cute little booty over there because you will find Miss Jordan's details, points to listen for throughout the episode, as well as my contact info. So if you have any questions or you got a comment or an insight that you want to share with either Miss Jordan or myself, we love to hear from you. And of course, if there's something specific that you want to hear jammed on this show, like if there's a person or you want to be on the show, whatever it is, just let me know and I will make it happen for you. And thank you for leaving those stars and reviews on iTunes. It really does help other lovely ladies like you find these conversations. So it's totally a no brainer. So if you are jamming on the show, if you get something out of it, if you want to share something from an episode with a friend, just do that and throw up some stars on iTunes while you're at it. It takes two minutes, I promise. So today we are jamming on living your truth, what that means, how to explore it, claim it, and truly live it for yourself. So we really dove into the deep end of how Miss Jordan came to live her truth, and despite moments, of course, of struggling with it, and how you can actually start to really design your life in a reflection of your truest self and clear away any of the clutters that might be actually getting in the way of that. So super, super cool episode. Love this conversation so much. And I want to tell you a little bit more about Miss Jordan before we jump into this. She is the creator of the Unicorn Way, and Jordan's purpose is to awaken humanity to an elevated way of being through connection, understanding, and inner truth. She works primarily with women, acting as a facilitator for spiritual awakening, guiding them towards a life of truth and authenticity. Jordan hosts signature events for women, including Become Your Truth, which she talks about in this episode, Truth Arising Spiritual Retreat, and Vino Note. She's also an intuitive life coach, angel card reader, author, and public speaker, and she's fabulous, and you're totally going to love her. So let's get into this combo. Welcome to Lady Talk Radio. We have Miss Jordan on the line. I am so excited to have you on the show. And the more that I got to see some of your content and just really what you're about in the world, I was so excited about this conversation. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh my gosh, Stacey, thank you so much for having me. I'm extremely honored to be here and to connect with your audience and and learn, um, you know, even more about Lady Talk Radio and and just chat with you. I'm extremely excited. So thank you so much for having me. Yes, this is going to be fun. So before we get started kind of into the, like the deep end of everything that you're about to, let's, let's get a snapshot of your life. Like what's going on in your life these days? What are you up to? What are you planning? Well, what's going on with me um, is I, I am a busy girl. <laughs> I'm a really busy girl. So I have, um, I'm married and I have three stepchildren. Two of them are adults and one of them is a 13-year-old girl um, and she's with us. Uh, the majority of the time. And so, you know, doing all the stepmom stuff with her. I also have two dogs and two sugar gliders. I like to spend a lot of time with them. I have been really hitting the gym hard. Uh, but more than that, I've been kind of hanging low and staying home 
quite a bit, or at least quite a bit for me, because I'm usually like so passionate and on fire and out there, but I'm really working hard on content for a, a big event that I have coming up in July called Become Your Truth that we're having out here in New Mexico. And so I've really been diving deep into my own spiritual connection and connecting with my tribe to see how I can really serve them. And so that's kind of what I've been doing. So, you know, my daily routine is wake up, uh, get them off to school and work, do my workout, and then I start working and I pretty much work throughout the day. And then I'll take leisure time at night um, where I pretty much just, you know, let all my stress fade away with some red wine. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how my days are going right now for the most part. I love it. I love it. And I love that you're all about living your truth. You know, that was that was really, really resonated for me when we were chatting about what we were going to chat here on the show. And then when I looked over your website and everything, it was like living your truth, like truth is your jam. Can you tell us like how that came to be? Like, you know, if we were to back this up a little bit and look kind of from the past forward, like how did how did you become so passionate about about truth? And what does that mean for you? Absolutely. You know, it's really ironic that you asked me that because when I started um, this idea of the brand of the Unicorn Way, which is my company name, I had a different idea in mind, but I just kept it in these angel whispers that it needs to be about living in your truth, expressing your truth, um, becoming your truth, and, and really finding it. And I think where that came from is, you know, backtrack several years ago, I was heavy into competitive fitness. I was a national fitness um, champion, and I had a really big following. I was in um, my first marriage, and on, on the outside, everything was so happy, and it seemed fine, and I think from a society's view or from a worldly standpoint, everything was fine in my life. I mean, I had no major issues, but internally, something just felt off. Something felt wrong. I felt like I was being deceiving or like I wasn't really going after the things that I wanted or working in the careers that I wanted. Um, I did career jump to career jump. And the crazy part is, is I never looked at it as quitting. I always looked at it as evolving. It was like I was outgrowing um, each thing I did, whether it was a hobby or a career or a friendship or relationship. And um, not outgrowing in the sense that I was better in any way, but I was just different. I had this need to continue to learn. And what I've realized over time is it's it's not really about learning or becoming um, something new when you're finding your truth. It's about remembering who you are, who you were in your natural born state, because I'm sure you've heard the analogy about the onion, but I think like that's you know, kind of a gross analogy. So I like to compare it to, I compare it to a rose. I compare it to a rose. And when you see the rose petals fall, you know, when we're born um, through our conditioning, through our childhood, or through just whatever happens to us out in the world, society, career, family, um, both tragedy and positive things that happen in our lives, they all teach or give us like one of those rose petals and what happens is who we are at the core kind of gets covered up by all of these layers of everything in the world around us and the more layers we pack on the more we forget who we are as our natural being who we are as our highest self and who you know source universe god whatever you want to call it i believe everybody has a spiritual belief of their own understanding but we start to forget 
who we are meant to be and how we're meant to show up in this life. And so I view it, um, instead of peeling back the layers of the onion, I view it as the rose petals kind of falling off. And that's your journey to like remembering your truth. And when you're becoming your truth, you're getting back to remembering who you really were when you were your most naive, most innocent, most connected to source. And so, you know, several years ago, I, I, something was off and I just felt like, like I was suppressing the truest me in fear of criticism and fear of judgment, um, you know, from outside world, from the public and the industry I was in at the time. And then even family and friends, you, I, I heard things like you're too happy all the time or I don't understand why you think like that. And I would, I would hold back my beliefs because I didn't want to make anyone else feel uncomfortable. And when I started my own journey of spiritual awakening and really dove into the self-development path, I realized that the people that were uncomfortable by me showing up as my truest self were not the people that were meant to be in my life. The same with the careers, the same with pretty much anything. And so instead of numbing that, instead of suppressing that, I started little by little to show up as my truest self. But it's a hard, painful process going back through all of those layers, especially the yucky ones, to get back to your core of who you really are. And so I realized that, you know, if you show up as your truth, you're going to attract, you know, it's a law of attraction. It's a universal law. You're going to attract the right people, the right um, career field, the right passions into your life because, and, and, and you're also going to give those people around you the permission to do the same and show up in their truth. So when I decided to make the culture of the unicorn way about truth, it was about really being a, a facilitator and really being somebody that would help serve especially women in that process to remembering who they are to hopefully save them some of the growth pains that I felt and save them some of the, the fears and help them get through their limiting beliefs and through their stories. And so that's how the unicorn way became about truth. And now it's all about truth and, and we rock it and we love it. And, um, yeah. you know, it's just a pure, pure thing and it comes so natural and so easily to me so that's I don't see it ever changing into any other type of anything else yeah I love it I absolutely love it you said so many things in there that I was like oh oh I'm oh. sorry yeah no I love it <laughs> I, I, I am love a chatty Kathy, so it's that's part perfect. of it you have to stop me <laughs> <laughs> no it's perfect I took notes I might unpack a few things that you said <laughs> um I heard just at the very beginning, you said you have two sugar gliders. Can we just, can I just ask, what is that? <laughs> so a sugar glider, they look like flying squirrels. Um, oh my God. It's a cartoon. So yeah, but you know, they're, they're like little flying, like squirrel looking things and they fly. They have the, these big skin flaps. Yeah, But what they, they're actually marsupials. So they're closest related to kangaroos and oh, wow. they are adorable, but they are the hardest things ever to train. When I first got them, you know, I had to wear them on my person in a pouch. Like I was their kangaroo mama for like eight to 12 hours a day for like six weeks so that they would bond to me and they're colonial animals. So they're, they'll bond to their environment. Um, but now that they're all trained and bonded, they're awesome little animals because, wow. you know, they're really, I am their mama, so they'll stick with me all the time and they fly. So if you were here, 
I, one of them, you know, I'd let you hold one and she'd crawl around on you a minute and then I'd call her back and she'd fly right to me. You could be 10 feet away. So they're awesome. Wow. Okay. I had to, I had to ask because oh, yeah. <laughs> we have so many more in-depth things to talk about, but I was like, what is a sugar glider? Okay, cool. Glad we got, <laughs> I'm glad we got that off the table. So something that you said just really stuck out to me because I've been having a few conversations with women lately about this. And, you know, when you said something was off, you know, something was just off and you Mm -hmm. knew that you were holding back and maybe even, you know, in fear of people, you know, offending people or making people uncomfortable with your personal beliefs or or who you are in the world. Um, And when you said little by little, I was curious, like, you know, let's speak to the listeners here that are feeling that, like, what, what is sort of that, um, I want to say like, like line in the sand moment or that little by little, like how can they start to really embrace their truth little by little and start to own it and, and, and put it out there? You know, it's, that's such a great question because thinking back on it now, I feel like I was just a really big chicken shit (laughs) and I feel like I would have saved myself a ton of time and heartache and stress had I just you know, jumped in and started really just showing up as me in this, in this lifetime. Um, little by little, you know, I started reading books. I started trying to want to open my mind to a different way of thinking. I started reaching out to people or checking social media, Instagram pages and Facebook pages, people who had messages that really resonated with me because they thought like me. Um, a pinnacle moment for me, I attended a live event in Newport Beach, Lori Harder's The Bliss Project. And it was really a pinnacle moment in my, I mean, I had a major mind shift and breakthrough the first year that I attended that because I saw these women who were already where I wanted to be emotionally. And that was just being confident and being themselves. And that's when it really flipped for me. So little by little, you know, I, I did, I started doing self-development. I started on my own spiritual awakening is what I'll call it. But when I was there, and, and this is what I say when I tell people, if you show up in your truth and you live in your truth, you give others the permission to do the same. Yeah. It's because when I was there, these women were doing that. And I was like, it's okay. It's going to be okay. Because if, if I lose people I love or, you know, and one of our biggest fears, it's not even the criticism or the judgment of not being wanted. It's come anywhere. Go. Just the potential, the potential, sometimes the, the scarier part, you know that you have the potential in you to be successful or to really show up and, and thrive in your passion or what you're doing. And sometimes, you know, depending on your upbringing, that success can be another another fear. Like if I do make it, how are people going to view me? I, a guilt can set in, you know, if you're not raised in a household of abundance or, or whatever. And so that was a pinnacle moment for me because I was in an environment with like-minded women and I realized that it was okay to start really being me. And so one of my biggest pieces of advice for those who are really feeling like something's off and I want I want to start living life my way is to put yourself in environments where there are people who are already doing that. And it's kind of the fake it till you make it philosophy. It's okay to still have insecurities. It's okay to still have fears and doubts. We all do. It's a relationship that you constantly have to cultivate within yourself and with your source. And I still do it. But the more you show up in places where there are people who are showing up to the best of their ability and their truth, 
the the easier it will be for you to do the same because you'll be able to feel like if they can do it, I can do it. And also I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be loved for who I am. Yeah. So good. And I love that you mentioned the event piece because, you know, I just was at an event the other night and, and it wasn't like Lori Harder's bliss project, but it was definitely a, a wonderful, beautiful event of women. And, and it, you know, I really looked around at the beginning of the event and I thought to myself, wow, you know, even like, 10 years ago, these kinds of events were not as readily available, you know, and I know you have an event coming up. I know you, you host events and stuff as well. And there's just so many different awesome events that we can attend now that are truly housing those kinds of women. It's, it's incredible. We have no shortage of, you know, of ways that we can get around those people. So I love that you spoke to that. That's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you know, if if some women are not, uh, maybe they're not ready or maybe they don't have events like readily available in their areas. But a suggestion is, you know, if you're embarking on a journey of really learning who you are is just to go ahead and step out of your comfort zone. And if you're in a yoga class and you see a girl that you feel like I might like her, you know, society teaches us girls are mean, girls are awful. Don't trust them. And I always respond to that with not in my world, yeah. but I've created my world that way. Yeah. So I, I encourage my, my clients and my, my students to, if you see someone and you feel an energy pull to them, go up to them and say, I know this may sound weird, but, you know, do you want to grab coffee after class? And some people will head it off and some won't, but you'll expand your truth by reaching out there and maybe allowing another woman to feel safe in your space. Totally. Oh, that's so good. I love it. Love it. And so, so now you have come to create this beautiful brand. And I wanted to ask you, why the unicorn? What is the sim- the symbolism of that for you? Okay, so the unicorn for me is an absolute, it is the absolute symbol of truth. For me in particular, you know, the way that I see unicorn is I see her, she's beautiful, but she's also bold. She's quick, but she's also elegant. She has solid footing, but she can fly gracefully and swiftly at any moment she wants. And for me, the unicorn is about being all-encompassing, whatever you want to be. And I feel like a lot of women think, you know, if they're going to be nice and compassionate, that they're not strong. Or if they're going to be a badass businesswoman, that they're not going to be able to be receiving and loving. And it's just not true. We can be it all. You know, the unicorn has, um, according to the universe of symbolism, the unicorn brings gifts of possibility, wisdom, pursuit of dreams, and the totem brings manifestation, summoning dreams, and calling on the universe for answers. And so the unicorn is really a symbol to me about surrendering and trusting in a higher power to lead you to your truth. Yeah, so good. Love it. I knew I was supposed to ask you that. <laughs> you know, because a lot of people talk about well, unicorns now. Yeah, a lot of people talk yeah, about I'm the unicorn. Yeah, I'm thinking, I feel like you had a, a bigger meaning behind there. So I love that you that you chose that. That's so beautiful. So beautiful. Oh, yeah. And it's crazy because unicorns are everywhere now. And and so I'm glad that you asked me that question because it was such a deeper, you know, meaning. And now that we have unicorn Starbucks and everything else, people are like, <laughs> I don't understand what the relation is between the unicorn and your truth. And I'm like, well, let me educate you. <laughs> I will make you understand. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's an unicorn it brings energies of transmutation too. So with passing through boundaries, spiritual sight, and to see past all illusions until the truth is revealed, that's what the unicorn's about. And so um, 
it's just, and what's crazy is I told you when I initially picked the unicorn way, I had a different idea in mind and truth just kept like coming into my dreams and into my head. And I had these angel whispers and I had all of these um, intuitive thoughts and, and guidance. And I, I, <laughs> I just started like really researching and I'm like, oh my gosh, the unicorn is a symbol of truth. And it just worked. Yeah. You know? So good. So good. So when you started, you know, really living your truth, when you started really standing in that and really being who you are, um, what were some of the, you know, kind of, I want to say like milestones or, you know, how did that sort of go for you when you really started to, to own this and put this, this, this message out into the world? Well, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it's a fucking cluster still, yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's not. And, and I think that that's a common misconception. Um, and I try to when I speak to my students one on one, I tell them it's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows like the unicorns got to fly in the, in the rain too to get to the other side of that rainbow. And and it can be when you have to go and, and confront um, experiences you've had or pain from your past or realize how society or experiences have conditioned you to be callous in certain areas you have to reopen those wounds to choose to work through them and come out with a different idea and a different perception on the person you're going to be because of it. So it's absolutely freeing. It's absolutely the utmost sense of freedom of this is who I am, take me or leave me. And there's always that underlying fear of, Oh my gosh, what if they leave me? Right. But at the end of the day, you know, if you can get through just, kind of reopening things that have happened to you, good or bad, and rediscovering who you were really meant to be, it's it's a wonderful thing because you start, like I said in the beginning of the call, you start attracting those things into your life because you're going to attract whatever energy you're putting out. And if you're putting out your truest energy, you're attracting things and ideas and people that are absolutely compatible with you and not just you of this world, but with your soul, with your highest Self. And when you have compatibility of that in your life, I mean, you ask me for milestones or, or like signature moments, and it's like every day. I, it was so hard to answer because you start filling up your life with the things that really jive with you. Yeah, so good. So good. Love it. Um, I had a question <laughs> because I actually okay. had a girl that I was speaking with the other day, a woman, she's beautiful and bold and just had such an incredible energy. And, and she like, you know, she was saying to me, you know, being all of who I am makes people uncomfortable. And mm -hmm. we were talking about her job. She was like, you know, my, my job, like if I start being all of who I am, like I might lose my source of income and, and, and yet she had all of these gifts and ways that she could obviously generate income outside of that. But there was that fear in that moment of like, ugh. Like owning that and being rejected. I, I know you spoke to this a little bit, but like, can we, can we kind of answer that in a sense? Like, you know, when we are wanting to sort of smoothly transition into this next phase of our lives and, and truly living in our truth, but we're afraid of a losing our job or our relationships or, you know, whatever that might be. Do you have any advice or insight for women that are in that space? Um, you know, that, that just truly are ready, but they're just really, you know, in the fear. Absolutely. I deal with this with my one-on-one -on -one students all the time. Um, and like I said, it's going to happen, but it really comes down to one thing. You cannot be committed to your fear and committed to your faith at the same time. Yeah. 
It cannot happen. So you have to choose. And when it gets rough, when you're afraid of the rejection or the hurt or the criticism, that's where you lean on your face because the feelings of the fear, if you're, if you're embracing those feelings of fear, you're going to feel them. And you have to feel them and then release them to the universe because if you embrace that feeling of fear, you aren't committed to the faith. And you have to believe that you are meant to be whatever you're meant to be in this life, but that there's a plan for you beyond you and you have to release control of it. And I believe that, I mean, we live in a world now, we live in a society where they want to create us rather than learn us. We live in a society where we're criticized for being ourselves and people are praised for following the crowd and following the path of least resistance. But this is not our natural born state. And as a feminine energy and as women, now is the time for us to rise and make a change. And, you know, it's like the Gandhi quote, be the change you want to see in the world. We can't go out and make everybody think the way we think, but we can control our own thoughts and we can lean into that faith every time we start to feel fear. And by doing that, we give someone else permission to do the same and it just expands like wildfire. Yeah. Mm, I love that you said that. It's so beautiful. And I, I always kind of like take something that somebody says in the episode, <laughs> like build little quotes on it. I love what you just said. Like they want to create us, not learn us. You know, that's so powerful. Right. Yeah. Like we're all these unique beings coming into this space with new gifts and new visions and new ideas. And yet we're kind of being confined into that space. So that's really beautiful. Um, right. And that's why we're not, you know, we're not living to our full potential as a society. Because the thing is, if we focused more on learning each other rather than trying to create all of us into one little box. I mean, as women, we're like, we really are diamonds. We are so multifaceted. And the thing about diamonds is it's all those facets that makes it shine the brightest. And so for our light to shine the brightest, we have to embrace all of the facets. And Mm. it's so important. I mean, I, I believe it's so important. And I believe that we really can change how women treat each other, think about each other, and then really get back to that oneness, not just as women, but as a society, you know, the oneness is is where it's at. But we all have to, the only way we're going to get there is by showing up how we were intended in our natural born state. Yeah. Mm, love it. So you must be blowing some people's minds in your work and stuff. <laughs> Doing this, you must get to see some pretty <laughs> well, epic transformation. I'm crazy. <laughs> Yeah, my my mother thinks I'm crazy. No, uh, I mean she's she's uh, you know listening. I, I get a lot of the I get a lot of the stuff, especially friends and family. Like you know, especially in my spiritual work, they're like it's woo woo and it's this, and I'm like, well, it's my reality, you know. So mm-hmm. if you love me, you just gotta you gotta you gotta work with it. <laughs> I don't get the woo ness from you so much. I, everything that you've described, I mean, I'm still getting to know you, but like everything that you've described has been so so accurate for me and so, such a truth. So you are totally welcome in this space. <laughs> to be all of that <laughs> fully well, and completely. thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, you I must... do, um... Oh, go ahead. No, no go ahead. I was just going to say, you must see some pretty amazing transformations in the work that you're doing too, you know, with, with women really coming back to themselves in this way and, and really showing up like, holy moly. It's awesome because, you know, I, I lean on my mentor, Lori, and I, I told her, you know, she, she's the one that gave me the permission to do this. And, I have been in turn given other women permission and the goal is not to be some type of guru. The goal is to facilitate 
um, someone's relationship within themselves and with their source so that they can then, like I said, spread the wildfire and, and really make change. And, and, you know, the woo stuff I think comes in because I, I, I do, I read angel cards and I'm, um, I'm an intuitive medium and, and I do some of that work too. Um, but for me, it all ties in for me, it all ties mm-hmm. in back to truth because that was part of my resistance was showing that side of me because I didn't know, you know, how the world would receive it. And now I'm like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> this is me. Um, <laughs> And I know it's about my intent and my intention is always about light and it's always about love. And it always has been since I was a young child. So if it makes people uncomfortable, and this would be my advice to women too, like you asked me earlier, if it makes someone uncomfortable, as long as your intent is pure, you can release yourself from that responsibility because that's them dealing with their own stories. Yeah. Yeah. So good. I actually had a funny experience. Um, you know, many, many years ago I was working in this, this pub and I had all of these, these women that I worked with. And, um, I was totally like the health, health, you know, person I was coming in with like jars of like green juice and chlorophyll. And this was like, you know, 10, 12 years ago. (laughs) So, you know, I was definitely like breaking the mold and a lot of people used to think I was pretty out there. And some of the things I was talking about and one of my best friends was, was there and we were always talking about spirituality and all these different things and consciousness. And, you know, it's funny because then people really criticized me, but then I actually received, I've received multiple different messages from people that I worked with at that time over the years saying things like, you know, I used to think that you were totally insane. (laughs) And now like things that you said to me actually really impacted me. Like they really, you know, longer term after then, you know, a year, two years, five years later, something that you said really inspired me and really allowed me to like learn something new about myself or something. So even if people don't get it in the moment, sometimes it's years later that something that you, you were or something that you, you showed them like really impacts their lives. So, you know, sometimes, Absolutely. sometimes they don't Absolutely. get it in the moment. hundred mm-hmm. percent. And now those women are seeing that you were a trailblazer. And the thing is, is I agree a hundred percent with what you're saying because, and I tell my husband and I discuss this all the time, Um, Because, you know, as you really start to awaken in this lifetime, it's hard to, with those around you, to not mess with their journeys. Mm. But you can't mess with their journeys because each person has a divine journey that's been laid out for them. And so you can show by example, but exactly what you're saying, it just holds true. You know, when, when it's time for them to receive whatever they were supposed to receive from you, they'll get it. And it may be 20 years down the road, but, yeah. and it may be one little aspect or they may have it all flood in, but you, but you can't force it, you know? And it doesn't mean that they're any less of a person. It doesn't mean you can't love people hard still, but you protect your space and you get off your energy and you find your tribe and that's where you vibe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So tell us more about your events, because I know you do some really badass events. I was looking on your website, and they look unreal. So give us give us some, some deets. Awesome. Okay. So uh, Becoming Truth is, and this would be a perfect event for people who are just starting on their journey. Become Your Truth is July 28th through the 30th, and it is in New Mexico on the Santa Ana Pueblo at the Tamaya Resort. And it's basically... You know, it it goes back to everything that I said. 
about living in a world that wants to create us rather than learn us. And what it, what the whole concept of the event is, is to enlighten people to the opportunity to be different, to be elevated, to live in the way, um, have the confidence to live in the way they were intended, which is in their truest form. And so it's going to be such a fun time, such a phenomenal time, even for a girls weekend. The good thing about Becoming Your Truth is if you are just starting out, you don't have to be scared because we're not getting too woo-woo, but we are, you know, doing amazing stuff. So Friday night, we're going to have a hosted wine bar and appetizers, and we'll have some little icebreakers, and I'll introduce the speakers. And then we're actually going to have a bonfire at the base of the Sandia Mountains, and we're going to have a Native American storyteller under the stars and have s'mores and wine and, and listen to that. And then we'll wake up Saturday, and we're going to do yoga, heart-opening yoga, um, with a good friend of mine, her name's Stacy Ivy, and she's actually a, a wonderful author of Awakening Your Feminine Spirit. So she's perfect to set the tone. So we're going to have opening yoga in the Hummingbird Garden, and then we'll have the seminar throughout the day, and I'll have some other speakers speak, and we'll do the content and the work. And then in the evening, we're going to have a cocktail reception, and we're going to have a seated plated dinner, and I have a phenomenal soul-shifting live band that's going to play for all of the women and then Sunday we wake up and we have another yoga session, but it's going to be very different. It's like getting that fire in your belly and like ready to take off into this world as you. And then we have the second day of general session and it, and it ends early on um, Sunday. It'll end at one o'clock. And I just think it's a great women's weekend and it's a great place to, you know, whether you're coming by yourself or you want a weekend just for the girls you you can do either because there's going to be so many open, like-minded women. And I tell people it's more judgment free than the planet fitness. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's just you, we allow you to be yourself and it yeah. doesn't matter if you cry, if you get angry, if you get up on stage and dance with me, whatever you want to do, it's just a BU event, you know, unapologetically. I have a shirt in my truth expression clothing line and it says unapologetically me. And that's going to be like the main shirt I think that we're going to sell at Become Your Truth this year because that's how I want people to feel when they leave. I'm unapologetically me and be proud of it. Mm. So that is the the big event we're having this year. The other event that I'm having this year is um, a little more in depth. It's a spiritual retreat. I have 10 spots. So I am interviewing women just to make sure, you know, that, that their energy is right, that they're, what they're bringing to the space and what they need to, to work on within themselves and that the vibe is going to be good because it's really going to be a sacred protected space. So I'm taking 10 women on a spiritual retreat to Tulum, Mexico. And that one's going to be October 28th through November 4th in Tulum, which is in Quintana Roo, you know, a couple hours away from Cancun. But they actually have the Mayan ruins there. It's an extremely spiritual place. It's one of the places where... I was really able to connect deep into my soul and my truth and my source. And because of that, I, I knew it was a sacred space that I wanted to share with women. So that's 
that's and that's all I have planned for this year. And I think that's all I'm going to put on my plate for this year. Beautiful. I love the work that you're doing. It's so incredible. And I'm just so just so grateful and honored to to get connected with you. And and just, you know, I love the power of social media. I think me and Marlo were talking about this, too. You know, you just you meet the most incredible women on the most incredible journeys. And so thank you for being on such a beautiful journey to to walk with women. So inspiring. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you. And I'm so honored to meet you. And I absolutely love that, you know, you were doing the green juice before it was cool. And that's what I tell people. I liked yeah. unicorns before it was cool. Yeah. So, you know, I vibe with that. And, and thank you so much, you know, for having me. I, I'm so honored to be a guest. You have a phenomenal show. I listen to your episodes all the time. You have great women on there that I've been able to connect with. So I really hope, you know, if this lets one person who's feeling suppressed in their life and wanting to break through and start living in their truth, then, you know, girl, we did our job. Right? Yes. Because you never know. I've, I've been saying this too. It's like one idea or one conversation. I am totally obsessed with this whole concept that like one little conversation can truly actually create a ripple effect where it changes the world, you know? And, you know, it could be just one thing that you hear out of this episode or one thing that Miss Jordan said or anything that you see in her in her social media or anything like that. That can really be the deciding factor for you if you choose it. So, you know, I love that you Yeah, that you it can be a that. total breakthrough, a mm-hmm. total shift. Yeah. Oh, I love it. And I will say, if you'll allow me, I don't I know I'm sure I'm a chatty Kathy, so we may be running out of time. But no, we're good. You know, we're I will good. say for those who are just starting out, my one of my things that is is advice that I give is if you want to if you want to start living your truth and you don't know how, remember that your subconscious still has your your highest self in there, it still has the truth of who you were born to be in there. And so what I tell people is the biggest key to start, you don't have to go buy a hundred self-development books. You don't even have to go to a major event. Just listen to your intuition and your intuition is the first three seconds of any thought you have on any decision you have to make. And if we start listening to our intuition and acting from that place, that's your truth living because that's your soul speaking to you. And so many times we second guess our intuition because we start thinking from our full rose or our full onion state of all conditioning that we've um, had, right? But if you can tap into that first three seconds of thought, that's your soul space. That's your truth. Beautiful. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. That's so, so beautiful. Um, I wanted to ask you as well, you know, because I know that you, you mentioned you're a busy girl. You got lots going on making things happen, serving the world. What are some of your ways that you are, you know, really staying grounded or what are some of your favorite daily routines or things that you personally take on that really work for you? Well, I'm not going to lie, girl. Grounding is not my strong point. <laughs> well, then it's wellness, like, like how do you my... stay in your zone? In your zone. No, I know, I know. <laughs> well, my upper chakras are all over the place. They're like overactive. And then my lower chakras are like, really lacking right now. So I need to get some balance. But some things that I do, you know, I have a very strict um, morning routine. And I've found that it's become extremely important because I can't show up to serve others if I don't take care of myself first. It's, it's that concept of putting your, your mask on before your child's on the airplane, right? And so what I do is when I wake up in the morning, I make sure and I do some conscious breathing about 10 full conscious breaths before I even get up to pee. Because you know, you're waking from a place where it was all subconscious. And sometimes we've got good memories and stuff coming 
through and sometimes we don't. And so I take 10 conscious breaths just to get really, really present in my day and realize that I'm awake and release whatever has been going on in my brain. And then what I do is in the morning I drink hot water with lemon and I actually do it more as a ritual. Now I still love coffee, don't get me wrong, but I start with the hot water with lemon and I do it as like a cleansing ritual for myself and I do it really symbolic. When I drink the hot water with lemon, I feel it going through my body and I really imagine like a white light around me and I do almost a meditative couple minutes of feeling my body just cleansed and ready to like start a new day. Um, So that's one thing I do. And then I've been doing this new thing and I'm really into it. I've been, I've been pretty much fasting until noon, which I know sounds a little bit crazy, but I mean, I'm not fasting from everything, but I have this smoothie in the morning and it has my vibration level so high. So it's about 60% greens, 20% fruit, and then 10% fat. And I can drink, I'll drink as much as I want. So if I'm hungry, I'll have several of them. But it's gotten to where I crave them so much. Like if we got, if we went, we went on vacation and I didn't have my smoothie and I was almost feeling like lethargic because I was like, yeah. I need my nutrients. But it's amazing, you know, what your body will start doing when you start just feeding it raw, natural, organic food and vegetables and nutrients and it doesn't have to be a miserable thing like I freaking love my smoothie and I'll eat pizza and I drink wine and I do all kinds of other you know stuff that's not so great for you but my smoothie has become become such a ritual in the morning because it really affects um, not just my energy physically for the day but it affects my spiritual energy and my mental clarity and it really helps me tap back into my truest self because I feel like I'm nurturing my body as the vessel for my soul. Yes. I love that you spoke to that too. Even the like sort of your own connection and your own meaning and symbolism to having these kinds of rituals because it isn't just physical. I love that you spoke to that because that's really my experience too. You know, like some of these things that we do kind of ceremonially every day, they really are more on that subconscious and more of that like emotional, spiritual level, you know? Um, Absolutely. And it's love so funny that. that you say that because like the lemon water, for instance, or yeah. I mean, I've tried a, a tons of things that have, like I do them for a couple of weeks and I say, all right, like get up and work out or get up and do yoga. <laughs> and I do, do, I do do yoga as a ritual too, but that's another part and that's later in the day. But what happens is, lemon water some uh, one of my coaches one of my teachers had, had suggested this to me and at first I was like yuck like I want my coffee I don't want lemon water but now that I see it as a like a spiritual ceremony yeah. in my head you should see how much I love it I I, I finished my lemon water and I'm like I'm clean it's wonderful it's a wonderful feeling and it's, it's so it's just connecting mind body and spirit and getting in a very connected place in the morning before you go out into the world because not everyone in the world is going to be connected like that and it's easy to let your ego take over or let your conditioned self take over and start acting from a place um, that's not as elevated so if you really get um, and I guess that's what I would do to ground if you really get connected um, within yourself in the morning you can go out and like no 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 and I can't touch it you know totally. <laughs> so that's how I feel it <laughs> That's how I feel about it. That's awesome. I absolutely love it. <laughs> absolutely love it. Uh, I love the little dance too. I think I might take that on. That's <laughs> na, 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 I just danced <laughs> when I was talking. 
And I love karaoke, and my husband is so embarrassed because, well, first of all, listen to my voice. I sound like French Usher, so imagine me singing. And then I'm actually also tone deaf. And so I sing all the time, and he's like, stop doing this to us. And that's perfect. I'll be like, it's not for you. I'm living my truth. And I'll start <laughs> it's not for oh, you. So I love it. I love it. You're so much fun. And I love the intentionality of the daily routines, right? That's why I love them so much. Is like, we're, we're being, we're intentionally, you know, like, I, I love what you just said, elevating, like showing up more elevated, showing up more in our zone, more in our truth, more in our bodies, you know, so love the intentionality of it all. So cool. This has been so much fun. And I wanted to just finish. Oh my gosh, it has. Thank you so much. Yeah. I wanted to just finish with one final question um, that I have been okay. asking a lot of the, the peeps that come on here is, um, and it's just like a finish the sentence kind of question. So like, if you truly want to improve your life, do this. You need to fill in the blank. Live your truth. Yes. So good. So good. You need to live your truth. Yeah. Yep. Love it. And Miss Jordan posts all kinds of awesome stuff on social media. So I'll be putting her links and everything on the show notes. And you guys can get in contact with her if you have any questions or you want to peep the details about the resort or the retreat or anything like that, um, any of her events and happenings. So we'll put all that there. And is there any closing thoughts or insights that you might have for the listeners that are really looking to live their truth? I know you've given us so much. So if not, that's totally cool. But just want to check in before we complete. Well, I will say I always like to state my purpose, um, and I do it as an affirmation um, for me, but for the world around, so that way that's where the energy connects. And so, you know, when someone asks me who I am, I say I'm a Jordan, and I tell them that my purpose is to awaken humanity to an elevated way of being through connection, understanding, and inner truth. And I feel like that's what I was placed on this earth for, and, you know, I know what it's like to be on the other side where you're afraid to reach out because you're afraid someone's going to criticize you or judge you, or maybe you feel not good enough. But I want everyone to know who's listening to this, that you are perfect. You are born exactly the way you were supposed to be. And you serve a special purpose in this earth. And you're actually doing a disservice to this earth by not showing up as who you really are. So I just want to encourage them to give it a shot. Boom. That was like a mic drop moment. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> that was the perfect way well, to end. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So, so good. I do drop the mic in karaoke sometimes. <laughs> my, I have two stepsons. They're 21 and 23. And they're so mortified because we'll go to a bar and I will rap Snoop Dogg. And yes. I'll drop the mic and they're like, wow, my stepmother just did that. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I will wait for that Facebook Live <laughs> because I would love oh to goodness. see a snippet of that. <laughs> I, so awesome. You know what? I might just have to. I might have to take truth to the next level at yes. some point. <laughs> yes. So well, good. thank you so much, Stacey. I've had so much fun and it's been truly an honor to uh, be on this show with you. And I'm excited to stay connected and, and I'd love, love if you could come out to one of the events too, you know, it'd Absolutely. be so nice to see your face in person. And, and, uh, I'm a big hugger, so don't be scared when I like body wrap you. <laughs> yes, me too. I, I'm the same way. I always <laughs> okay, say to people, good. they go to shake my hand. I'm like, no, 
<laughs> bring it in. <laughs> so yeah. yes, we, we, yeah. we share that. So this has been an absolute blast. We're sending so much love to all the listeners who got to be a part of this amazing conversation. And of course, if you have any questions for either of us, reach out. I know that Ms. Jordan would love to hear from you just as much as I do. So this has been an absolute blast. And until next week, have a beautiful week. <laughs>